0: morning, Bucknutters. It is Tuesday, September 10th, 2019. I am Dan Rubin. This is the Bucknuts Morning 5 and Change. If it's Tuesday, that can mean only one thing. The lovely and talented Dwayne Long joins us. Dwayne, very good news this morning. Ironton linebacker Reed Carico, arguably the best linebacker in the state, has committed to Ohio State this morning. A wonderful way to start the day. How are you doing and what do you think of the addition of the latest Buckeye?
1: Oh, I'm doing great with this news. This is just, uh, you know, I'm ecstatic. Uh, uh, you know, when we end this call, I'm going to do a naked jaunt. This, this kid is just, you know, we, we talked about Kate Stover and how he dominated smaller school competition. So does Reed Carrico. Same, just the same old people will say, well, I don't know about that level of competition. Yeah, well, what did he do to it? He destroyed it. He just he just watches film. I mean, you know, <clears throat> we talk about linebacker. This kid could be a running back. He is outstanding running back. Uh, there, there's a time when he would have been the number one fullback in the country. When back when that mattered, having a fullback, the kid's just, you know, where where is he going to play? Wherever he wants. Just get him here. Probably a linebacker. But, uh, you know, he's just a super athletic kid, uh, just a great football player, very physical, runs over top of people, uh, and then after he runs over, the first guy he outruns the rest of them. Just so impressive. Just just sit back and enjoy his film. Uh, linebacker, I'm seeing him do things just instinctively. I, I was watching uh, so many plays where they were trying to throw um little quick quick, uh, long handoffs and slip screens out there on. He's rushing the passer, blitzing, and still getting out and making a tackle on those kind of plays. A natural, instinctive football player with uh, physical tools, you know, five-star, no doubt in my mind.
0: Class of 2021, Jack Sawyer, Kyle McCord, Ben Chrisman, and Jaden Ballard in the class. He's the, According to 24-7 sports rankings, he's the number one inside linebacker in the country, yet yeah, he's the fifth-rated guy in our class out of five so far, so that let you know the kind of group they're putting together. He is a stud, offers from Clemson, offer from Alabama, one of the best players in the country, just a foundational piece to get from inside of the state, so a wonderful way to start your Tuesday. I think everyone who follows recruiting probably expected Carrico to hop on board. Bill Kerlick mentioned, having gone and seen him this past weekend, that Carrico was also interested in Kentucky, which is nearby, but Ohio State doesn't recruit against Kentucky. So Clemson was in the mix. Like we said, offer some Alabama, Ohio State, and Clemson. That means you probably are a pretty good football player. Very impressive. Great way to start the day. And... The class of 2021 is coming together unbelievably. When you add a kid with a 95 rating and your overall group rating goes down, you know you've gotten off to a great start. All right, let's talk recruiting in the class of 2020 before we get to what went on this past weekend. The topic of the day, the topic of every day, it seems, with this class is running back recruiting now. Dwayne, I'm going to give you the guys that they still have on the board, I think, and then you're going to tell me the two running backs you think they're going to take or the two running backs you hope they get, to put it that way. Keontae Bradford, Michael Drennan, Henry Parrish, E.J. Smith, and Jameer Gibbs. Pick two from that group. Go off the board if you need to, but tell me the two running backs you want Ohio State to add to the class of 2020.
1: Bradford is the one that just, uh, you know, if I had to pick one, it would be him. He's the He's the kid that's uh, that's most impressive, and I would say EJ Smith. Those two, uh, you know, the, the one thing that I like about them is just solid bodies. These are kids that are still pretty lean, they can add some weight, and they're still going to be just as fast, just as, just as, uh, have just as much shake and bake and, and, uh, make things happen. Uh, you know, they those are the two, uh, I I just the others are nice facts. They would be they would be good gets. I don't think we're gonna have a bad one. The thing that, you know, we've gotta get away from and with me at the top of the list is uh we're not getting B. John Robinson. That was that was just so just crazy that we did not get him and uh he's one of those few bell cows come out every year. So we gotta get over that and move forward. And getting those two guys, I think that would be a really nice running back class. Uh, you know, when you stop looking at what we didn't get and look at what we got, I think uh, you get a different perspective. But those two stand out to me. Like I said, uh, uh, the, the physical character, characteristics matter a great deal. And a good frame on those kids that they can uh, they can get in with Mick and add uh, 10 pounds maybe 15, um, uh, good weight, not just adding weight. That doesn't help. Uh, you know, put on some good muscle weight. Uh, it'll be nice back for us in the, in the future.
0: Dwayne and I do these uh, pick and choose type questions a lot. We don't discuss ahead of time. Those are the two backs that I would take as well. I also like the idea of getting other two guys out of Texas and keeping those pipelines fresh and keeping Tom Herman cranky. We're going to take a quick commercial break and be back to talk about the glorious W over the Bearcats.
1: The wait is over. The Shy returns with new episodes on Paramount Plus. What brings us the show? Opportunity. Everybody get down! Walk right up to the side. A new rain is coming to the south side. Never
0: should have sent a boy to do a woman's
1: job. The Shy. New episodes now streaming. Visit ParamountPlus.com slash the shy to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus for the Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July 14th. The subscription auto-renews. Restrictions apply.
0: And we're back. Dwayne, you do a long view after every game. It's premium. <laughs> it's on the boards. You guys have to subscribe to read it. Now you've had a couple of days to soak it all in, uh, put in context what you th- what you said about the Buckeyes and what you thought about the game. Now that we've uh, had a few days to think about it,
1: well, I, I still come back to the one thing that stood out to me when the game was over. I, you know, I sat down and and uh, just uh, cleared my head a little bit and then thought about it. And I a uh, complete game. That's what comes back to me. What looked weak? I don't think there was. I mean, you know, in all three phases, Ohio State was absolutely dominant. And if not for uh, uh, some, like a penalty on on a really dumb penalty, bad call as far as I'm concerned, on the first series of the game, uh, we would have scored a touchdown there. And then on the third series, we shot ourselves in the foot. But other than that, you really can't look at this game and say, well, we need to work on this, we need to work on that. Every every unit performed in this game. So, uh, you know, that is the one thing that, that stands out. And then you got Drew Chrisman getting uh, Big Ten Special Teams Player of the Week. So it was just an all-around performance and and trying to come back to one game where, the The Buckeyes performed across the board this well it's it's been a while uh and you got a better opponent and that's something I gotta say something about uh, you know we were a thread started right after the rankings came out again and the Buckeyes dropped, and uh Bucknut Diablo said this he said uh you know it's week two. what are we worried about and I agreed with that, but I thought uh you know it's it's week two. We're, we're not even in conference schedules. We're worried about uh, uh, the rankings this early. No. But you know what, Dan? It's still irritating that we, LSU is the only team ranked ahead of us now that played a better opponent and we drop. And it's just irritating. We play that well just absolutely run Cincinnati out of the stadium and shut them out and drop. That's uh, That just irritates me.
0: It is ridiculous. The uh, network did a story on this and has Ohio State in the rankings underrated at number six. I think I agree with that. This stuff will work itself out. I do think your point that Cincinnati was a reasonable opponent is going to end up working in their favor in the long run, too, because uh, Cincinnati will go out and win a bunch of games here and, and put forth their best effort, and that will help marketing for the Buckeyes going forward. Do you feel like you've learned anything about the Buckeyes so far? Only two games, small sample size, two completely different types of opponents, two kind of different results, too. Your vibe, on? do you think you've learned anything for sure about the team?
1: Well, this is Ryan Day's team. There's no doubt about that. Uh, some of the things that that had gotten, I, I would call it stale under Urban Meyer, just running the same stuff over and over again because you can. You can just out athlete people. Ryan Day's mixing it up. We're seeing stuff. Uh game one, we threw to the tight end. I don't know what happened in this game. You know, maybe it's just uh it wasn't there. <clears throat> but we've we've seen uh a, just a, a general mix and you're like, oh I didn't see that before. Wow, I didn't see that before. And and just the guy is um not letting teams settle in. Let the defenses settle in and say, well, we know they're going to do this, we know they're going to do that. Well, that would be a mistake from what we've seen from day so far, uh, getting predictable. So that is one thing. Uh, we really did get a nice quarterback in Justin Fields. I mean, I, I ask in the long view after the game, has he made a bad decision? I can't remember where where he has. He's uh, not taken off before he went through his reads. Uh, He's not forced the ball into into traffic. And uh, one thing that I love is the guy is just so athletic. Once he gets out of the pocket, he's a problem. But he's not taking shots. He's getting down. He's getting everything he can, and he's getting on the ground or getting out of bounds. Can't have him getting hurt. So that's that's another thing that we've learned is where our quarterbacks playing really smart, really heady football. And uh you have to look at the how the defense is playing. My goodness. Just go out and get these elite athletes and tell them, you know, you wanna be gap sound, but run to the football. Get to the football. And that's what they're doing. They're they're uh I, I read up on, on Madison when he when he first came on. You know, uh go and look at uh how he likes to run his defenses and it's uh just attack the line of scrimmage on first and second down, try to first fourth fourth, third and long, and then go after the quarterback. And that's what he's done, especially the Cincinnati game. It was textbook example of how Madison wants his defense for, to play is uh you know, stuff the
0: run, and then on third down, get to the quarterback, and that's what they've done. I couldn't agree with you more. I'm a little bit surprised with just how good Fields is, his demeanor, having the chance to be there in person the other day. He's very calm, doesn't look rattled at all, does not get happy feet. It's almost like he knows he's such a good athlete that the last second he can always bust out, and then that first tackler is just not getting him. When he picks up speed, In the open field, he is a load. It's like trying to tackle a tight end. Excuse me. The other thing that I noticed being there, the team is decidedly unchaotic on the sideline. There wasn't a lot of screaming and yelling and freaking out and, you know, highs and lows. It just seemed like a very disciplined group where you go and get their shit done. So, all right, how about from a national perspective? I think coming into the season, or every season, we expect Ohio State to be a national championship contender. I think they've obviously done that. they've obviously got to have Justin Fields in the Heisman Trophy chatter long-term. Have you figured out anything else about the rest of the country? Any other teams jump out and surprise you? Any other teams show they are legit playoff contenders that you didn't expect? Well, uh, I haven't
1: seen, you know, a couple of the top-ranked teams, Alabama and Georgia, haven't uh, uh, had the opportunity to watch a game. So I don't know what I've seen is – I've seen three teams that stand out to me, uh, Ohio State, Clemson, and LSU. That was a very impressive win, uh, by LSU. Uh, Joe Burrow played great. Uh, LSU's got a nice defense. I, I think that, uh, that they deserve to be in the, uh, you know, in a possible uh, playoff contention. I don't know if, if Alabama and Georgia do. We'll see. Uh, I need to see them on the field before I can uh, make that determination. Uh, the the other thing that, that is standing out to me, uh, I stayed up and watched USC and Stanford Saturday night. How poor the Pac-12 is just it's, amazes me. Every school out there should be able to to be a top 20 contender just recruiting California, and none of them, they're just. I was watching this, and I was like, "Are you kidding me? This is the best you can put on a football field, this right here." I I just the the Pac-12 just I don't understand what's going on out there. They USC and UCLA should be what they were back in the days of of uh, John Robinson. You know, uh, just perennial contenders just recruiting their home state. The number of athletes they have out there. Ohio State's going out there and plucking players. It's just ridiculous that USC and UCLA are not, they're just, UCLA, I think they lost to San Diego State this weekend. So it's just bad out there, and it doesn't look like it's going to get
0: any better anytime soon. Those are some swanky coaching jobs, too, so you can expect that to be in the mix. The one thing that jumped out to me about USC, I watched the same game, was the one player they had that kicked ass was J. Felly, who well, I wish would have been a Buckeye. We appreciate Dwayne stopping by. We are excited. Reed Carrico has joined the fold. Have a good one, Buckeyes.